This is the message from Connection Community Church for Sunday, August 23rd, 2020. Lessons from the Beach, Seagulls. Yeah, well, hello again, Connection Church, right here on 4744 Summit Bridge Road. And those of you who are joining us online, we are honored that you've chosen to set aside some time this morning to glorify and worship our one true God. God loves it when we come before him as a community of faith, whether we're at home or wherever we're at, to uh, worship his holy name. We shared last week that COVID-19 sure has messed with all of us, but ministry is as strong and as vibrant as ever at Connection Church. We're just having to do things a little bit different. But we want to share some very exciting things that happened in the last seven days. First of all, last Sunday after church, we did a baptism. Sweet little Olivia Long daughter of James and Amanda Long. Amanda grew up Amanda grew up in the church. We married James and Amanda here. Uh, grandparents are Jeff and Nancy Johnston, and it was precious. And we gathered the church. Uh, we took the church out of the building to their home because it's just a little baby and we're trying to protect everybody. But it was sweet and it was sacred, and we wanted to share that joy with you. And then yesterday, uh, we had a wedding at Back Creek. You know, we have to do outside COVID things, but I'm on the wrong screen. This is Luke and Liza Wentling. Actually, it was Liza Holford yesterday morning, um, who has also grown up in this church, and her parents are Lori and John. And so it was just a wonderful, wonderful occasion. So let's give that a hand. All right, and next of all, Dun, da, da, da. We have the newlyweds here, Hannah and Brenton Wiseman. Come right up here. Yeah. Turn around. Yeah. Take off your mask so everybody can see your big smiling faces. So you know them because they've been leaders in our church. Hannah's been a worship leader, and Brenton's been all over the place in praise team and everywhere else. And, and we're sending them off today as a married couple, because they're moving on Tuesday. Everybody go, ah, oh. yeah. Oh. So it's a good thing for them. It's like breaking my heart. But anyway, you know that. We've talked mm. about this. But it's so, such a joy. We, did ba- we baptized these guys and then did their marriage. And now we're sending them off. So would you, there in your seats, put an outstretched hand, and those online, go ahead and do this, because you've got like a couple hundred people watching this. You reach well. towards your screen there. Yeah, yeah. so we're going to pray. Almighty God, thank you so much, first of all, for your love that never fails, for the air that we breathe. It's you, Lord. And thank you that Hannah and Brenton kind of had that little spark right here up on this platform, not this platform, but on Green Street as they participated in praise and worship of your holy name and how you took that and joined them together as husband and wife. And we pray a rich blessing over them as they step out and go to a new area, and Hannah going to school, and Brenton working, and them just bind them together as a couple. 
Help them know that their family here at home uh, loves them and will continue to pray for them every step of the way. Lord, we send them off with joy as um, we give you all the honor and the glory in the name of the Father and the Son and by the power of the Holy Spirit. Everybody everywhere said amen. 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 We love you guys. Thank you for serving so faithfully. Mm. Yeah, we're going to miss that big uh, Hannah voice, aren't we? Woo! I like had a nervous breakdown, but it's okay. All right. All right so Just a disclaimer. Screen isn't off for any reason other than it's not working properly, the projector this morning. So that's why you got two out of three today. Okay, so good morning, Connection Church here online. Good morning, good morning, good morning. So glad you're here with us electronically and in person. So this month we're looking at lessons from the beach. Uh, we've talked about the sun and the surf. We've talked about sports on the beach. Jack Tom did that a couple weeks ago. Last week we focused on seashells. And so this morning we're going to talk about seagulls. Seagulls. And so my name's Carrie Jones. I'm Alan Jones. And we are two sinners who have been saved by the grace of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Would you pray with us please? Almighty God, thank you so much for today. It's a day that you've made, a day that we get to celebrate marriage and baptisms, but your presence with us wherever we are. So thank you, Lord, for calling us together, for being the family of God, for being Connection Church, connecting people with Jesus and the new life he offers in lots of creative ways. So help us stay focused as we... Um, Focus on your message, and we pray this in your holy name. Amen. Amen. Want to give some shout-outs to those of you who are joining us online. We have Bonnie and Lynn and Pat and Chris and Mary and Candy and Kevin and Jeremy, and I could go on and on. And we have some new people joining us for the first time. Chris and Jeff, we're so glad that you've joined us. Um, those of you on YouTube, I'm not sure who you are, but those of you on Facebook, I can see your names. So thank you very, very much. We're talking about the seagull. The seagull, you're thinking, really? In church, we're talking about the seagull? Yep. The first thing we want to straighten out, though, is the real name for the seagull. It's not seagull, it's gull. Just gull. And they are erroneously known as seagulls. But we're going to continue to call them seagulls today because if you've been paying attention over the last 20 years, all of our, most of our sermon series start with the same letter. So we've had sun, surf, seashells, sports, and now we have seagulls. Yeah, gulls doesn't fit the pattern. Gulls so doesn't fit the pattern. We've got to go back here. Okay, so anyway, these birds, seagulls, are extraordinary. Extraordinary birds fly long distances glide over the ocean for hours in search of food, flying as fast as 28 miles per hour. 28 miles per hour. Have you ever been on the ferry from Cape May to Lewis, or Lewis to Cape May? Then you're familiar with the seagulls, aren't you? Because they're relentless, following that boat long distance across the, um, the Delaware Bay there, anxiously waiting for those little tidbits of food, that people throw out to them, by the way, it's not healthy for them, but just like us, that fast food, it's not their best, best interest, but they're waiting for them little tidbits, those little tidbits thrown their way from those on board, yeah. So, of course, we had to do some research on seagulls or gulls, and we found out from Save Coastal Wildlife, 
that is a, a place where you can learn about coastal birds. It's a nonprofit organization. We learned that seagulls or gulls are extremely adaptable. They are super adaptable. They adapt, they survive, and even flourish in environments that are less than desirable. So here's the little takeaway that we can get from that. They bloom or fly where they're planted. Okay, they don't, well, how would you know? But, you know, they just bloom. They don't wallow in whatever it is. Good lesson for us in our current situation. No matter where we are, good can come. We can either see the glass half empty or half full, and there's tons to think about as far as it being half full right now. So God created us to thrive even in COVID-19. Like the seagulls. So great, great ornithology lesson, right? There's a word for you today. Say ornithology. Very good. I'm proud of you. That's the study of birds. But what do uh, gulls, seagulls have to do with us here this morning other than just us studying birds? Well, let's face it. When we're at the beach, um, uh, we are under attack, aren't we? We're under attack. And the gulls are the attackers. If you have been to Rehoboth Beach or any of the beaches around here, you know exactly what I'm talking about, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're sitting there, sitting there just relaxing on the beach, chowing down your thrasher's fries, and you are almost having to get under the blanket, aren't you, to protect yourself and the, your fingers and those fries from those attacking birds. Let me tell you, it's not just thrashers. It's not just last summer I was in Rehoboth, and I went up to my favorite spot, Louis, the takeout window. And I had a beautiful slice of pizza in my hand, beautiful slice of pizza. And I was on the lookout because I knew the birds would attack. I was up against the building under the awning, almost, you know, in, in protection mode. But I wanted to get to the beach. I, I, I had to get down to the beach. So I carefully, step by step, went down the avenue with my constant eye on the sky, because I knew they were going to attack. I crossed the boardwalk. And you know where the boardwalk, you have those little paths down to the sand? Where the boardwalk touched the sand, I wanted to make sure that I didn't trip. And I took my eyes off my plate for one split second. One split second. Went from here to here, and he went there. And he snatched that slice of pizza right out of my hand. And with tears in my eyes, <laughs> I raised my fist and said, why me? Why now? Why this? And I didn't get an answer as he and his buddies just chowed down on that beautiful slice of Louis pizza. You know what I'm talking about, don't you? Can I get an amen? Amen. amen. Okay. That's what I'm talking about, Carrie. That was pretty... Like, well. Wow. That's right. Well, it's Louis pizza. Come on. Yeah. That was yeah. a bad bird. So we love the beach. <laughs> we love the beach. My dad spent many, many years in Ocean City, New Jersey, renting for the summer. And so last year, we went to go visit Sandy, his, his wife, and uh, we were on the boardwalk. And we noticed this guy walking around the boardwalk like this, and he had a falcon on his arm walking. On his leather sleeve. On because, his sleeve. Yeah. And we're like, well, that's odd. And he was creating quite a stir. Turns out Ocean City, New Jersey spent over $65,000 to hire a company called East 
coast falcons. They used their birds of prey. It was uh, four hawks, two falcons, and an owl to keep the aggressive seagull population at bay. And it worked. I mean, we, the seagulls did not attack us while we were there. Didn't get one That's slice of pizza. That's some pretty serious uh, armor, like bringing in the East Coast Falcons. And then the birds didn't get one slice of pizza when we were up there. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Anyway. Anyway. The good news here. Um, wait a minute. I lost my place. Okay. Top of page four. I got you. Top page okay. four out of nine. So once again, interesting ornithology lesson, but so... What? Who care? Really care? You're not here on Sunday morning to learn about birds, are you? Probably not. Well, here's the thing. Like those seagulls on the beach who are just waiting for that opportunity to swoop in and attack and steal. Keep that in mind, steal. There's someone in our lives who's waiting to do the same. And he goes by many names. Many names. Lucifer. Beelzebub. Father of lies evil one, fallen star, prince of darkness, devil, Satan. We could go on and on and on. He got a lot of names. No matter what you call him, his goal never changes. It never changes. It's similar to those on the seagulls on the beach, although much, much more serious. Whereas there, well, they just want to attack and get your pizza, your fries, and your funnel cake. This guy wants your very soul. He wants your very soul. So much so that he's willing to do anything, anything to get it. Satan makes the gulls on the beach look like amateurs when it comes to attacking you to get what he wants. He is absolutely relentless, and we must never forget that. So we talk about this a lot because Satan is real. And this is very serious. It's dangerous. Satan is not some concept, some metaphor for the idea of evil, Satan's a real being whose goal is, and we say this a lot, to um, steal, kill, and destroy. Steal our joy, kill our dreams, and destroy our lives. Like the seagull circling, waiting for the opportunity to swoop down, pick up a fry from your hand. Satan patiently circles and waits for that point where we are vulnerable, mm -hmm. where we kind of give this little opening, or we're not on our game, we're not on high alert, so that Satan can come and really mess with us and our soul. He's much more cunning than birds, and he disguises himself so that we don't even know that he's there. <laughs> but there is good news, <laughs> and the good news is that we're not left on our own, are we? No, no, no. Once we've placed our faith in Jesus Christ, we have home court advantage. Prayer is number one, our number one weapon. Prayer alerts Satan to our awareness of his intentions. That's why it's so important to be in prayer, that prayer be vital and important part of your life. In addition, reading Scripture, staying in the Bible, and having Christian support, having friends, being in a small group, that's an important, that's why we do small groups, that's support for you. That's why uh, what's coming up, Alpha, that's why we're so excited about it, because that's where we can uh, gather online Wednesday night, starting September 16th, this, this, this uh, couple weeks, 
And we learn about Jesus. We learn about prayer. We learn about the Bible. We learn about what evil is and how to protect against it and so much more. And we hope that you and any of you who haven't been will be a part of Alpha 2020. You can register today. And so I just want to pause for a minute like, hey, CJ, hey, Sherry in Texas, you can take Alpha. Hey, Butch and Cheryl over in Oklahoma, you can take Alpha. Isn't that cool? We can have Alpha worldwide. We can become accessible to anywhere in our country (laughs) and anywhere in our world through Alpha. And so that is like super, super exciting. And it can be safe and everybody can put their kids to bed and join us at 730 There's a link that I believe will be posted online for you to register. All right, so while the seagulls remind us to be cautious and protective from the attacks of Satan, they also remind us, like the shells did last week, that God has such a creative spirit. I mean, there are 40 over 45 species of seagulls, but close to 18,000 species of birds in general. That's a lot of variety. And here's the thing. Remember, no two birds are created exactly alike. No to anything from seashells to waves to sunrises to sunsets to the variety of grains in the sand. We're talking about sand next week on the shore. And God created you. And God created me like no one else. You are God's masterpiece, one of a kind forever. I mean, think about that. That's like a head explosive kind of thing. But God loved you so much and has created you and you with hopes and dreams and aspirations to be about his business and for his glory. Mm. So speaking about God and God creativity, God's creation, way back in the beginning, right there at the beginning uh, where we read in the book of Genesis, first book of the Bible, the Old Testament, the first part, and we're told just uh, when God brought birds into being. It was after he created the greater and lesser lights, after he created the heavens and the earth, after he separated the land from the water, after he created fruits and vegetables. It was on day five. Wow, day five. You only... He's only going to create for six days. This is on day five. And and he began to speak animal life into being on day five. And he started with the creatures of the sea, and then he moved to the birds that fly across the sky. Check it out. And so this is Genesis 1, verses 20 through 23, and it's a paraphrase from Eugene Peterson's message. God spoke, swarm ocean with fish and all sea life, birds fly through the sky over earth. God created the huge whales, all the swarm of life in the waters, and every kind of species of flying birds. God saw that it was good. God blessed them. Prosper, reproduce, fill ocean. Birds reproduce on earth. It was evening, it was morning, day five. Day five. It was good. It was good. And you know, birds have been part, a crucial part of God's creation ever since. Later on in that same book of Genesis, we read we're at the end of 40 days of flooding rain. We had a little flooding rain here recently. It has nothing compared to what they had, 40 days. 
Noah sent out first a raven, a bird, and then a dove, another bird, to see if the water had receded, if it was okay to step out. And, and when the dove went out a second time, returned with an olive leaf in its mouth. Noah knew the flood was over and the water had, had receded. And seven days later, wait just a little bit longer, seven days later, he sent the dove out again and it didn't return. It means it had a place to land someplace, right? There was some open land there. And, and, and God told Noah it was time to come out of the ark. Wow. And so God used those birds as a sign to Noah that it was time to move on. Later on in Exodus, which is the second book of the Bible, God provided food for the Hebrew people in the form of manna in the desert. And when the people cried out for meat, God provided quail, the bird, quail to fill their stomachs. Later on, we read in scripture that pigeons and doves uh, were fit to be offered as sacrifices to God. And then in, in Matthew, in the New Testament, talks about the life of Jesus. Third chapter, we see where a dove, again a bird, is the symbol of God's Holy Spirit. Check out what happens after Jesus is baptized by his cousin John. As soon as Jesus was baptized, he, he went up out of the water. At that moment, heaven was opened, and he saw the Spirit of God, that's the Holy Spirit, the Spirit of God descending like a dove and alighting on him. Man, that's a wild scene, isn't it? Think about that one. And a voice from heaven said, this is my son whom I love. With him I am well pleased. You got the Father, Son, Holy Spirit right there in that picture. Awesome, awesome, awesome picture. And later on in that same book of Matthew, we read where Jesus goes up on a mountainside to teach his disciples and the crowds some really important things. We know this as the Sermon on the Mount. It's found in Matthew chapters 5 six and seven and this is where jesus shares some godly wisdom and direction for our lives really really important stuff the lord's prayer is also part of this sermon on the mount now check out what jesus says in this uh really mega teaching uses the idea of birds to share those who are listening that they don't need to worry and how important that they are to God. Matthew 6, verses 25 through 27. The New International Version, here's what we read. Therefore I tell you, Jesus says, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air, he says. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? Jesus cares for birds. How much more? How much more then does he care for you and care for me? There's a saying that if God had a refrigerator, your picture would be on it. Now, I'm going to use Alan's terminology here. This is a monumental moment. 
That's a BHR. Anybody know what that is? Big honkin' refrigerator. Can you say that? Big honkin' refrigerator. That's a lot there, of pictures. That's there, a lot of pictures. Alan, that's a lot of pictures. <laughs> a lot of magnets. God loves you so much. God created you. God values you more than anything else. So much so that he sacrificed not a bird, not a pigeon, not a dove, but God sacrificed his one and only son for you and for me so that we could be forgiven and free and have new life here on earth and in heaven. And I get so excited talking about it. He loved you so much that he took that that walk, can you imagine him walking, carrying the cross after he had been beaten and bruised and whipped? He walked knowing what he was going to do. And he did it for you and for me, for our sin to release us from that. Golly days, it's a price so high, our sin, that we're not able to pay it. It's a price that he paid for us. We don't have to pay him back except to say, thank you, Lord. I, I accept you in my life. I, I give my life to you. I trust you, Lord. Order my steps. Thank you for forgiving me. I'm sorry, God. That's all we need to do for a gift so big and so vast for you and for me. Mm. So we've covered a lot of ground, a lot of sand this morning, haven't we? Yeah. Beginning with seagulls, gulls at the beach, and ending with Jesus on the cross. Uh, as the birds try to snatch your pizza and fries, be reminded of the evil one who's forever trying to snatch your soul. As you watch the gulls and all the other various and beautiful birds, be reminded that our God is a God of variety and abundance way beyond anything we can even begin to imagine. As you watch the birds soaring in the air, remember they're part of God's creation. God created you to soar as well. As you watch the birds on the beach, know that while God created them and God values them, God values you so, so, so much more. He values you so much, I would say, to the moon and back, if not beyond. And God gave all he has, his very son, to reach you, to connect with you, to forgive you, <clears throat> to show you just how much he loves you, just how much. That's the good news. That's the good news this morning. Let's, let's believe it. Let's live it. Let's pray. And before you pray, Alan, I just want to, again, um, give some shout-outs to those online, only because it's not just us here. It's like a whole bunch of people who are here with us. We're one church, many locations. And we've mm. got Kevin and Terry and Beth and Larry and, and Bruce and Susan and Cindy and Michelle and and Pat, and Glenn, and Dora, and Paul, and Jeremy, and lots and lots. And again, we want to remind you and all of you, whether you're connected to this church as 
I mean, you are. If you're watching, you are. And so you're able to be a part of anything that we do here online, including Alpha and small groups. So as we're praying, be thinking not just of our little selves right here. Let's be thinking of, uh, gosh, Connection Church at large. Because it is at large, isn't it? It's all over the place. It's pretty wild. Let's pray. Most holy God, I, uh, I thank you for today. Thank you for each one here uh, in person and online. I, th- I thank you for uh, the birds and, and what they remind us of, Lord. Um, uh, we, um, they remind us that uh, to be on the lookout, to, to be cautious, to be armored up against the evil one, to know that he just wants to steal, kill, and destroy, and what you want to do is love us. Please help us to always turn to you, Lord. Those birds, they are, uh, they, they're constant. The, the gulls, they, you can count on them being there when you walk down <laughs> with some fries. Up here. You can count on them being there. But more than that, Lord, we can count on you being there. We know that you are ever faithful. We know that you are ever faithful. And no matter where we go, how far we may feel removed from you, we know that your promise stands. Your promise stands, that you are with us. Great is your faithfulness, Lord. Great is your faithfulness. As you fed those in the desert with manna and quail, you feed us. But we don't live by bread alone. We live on your very word, Lord. Hmm. As we see the birds leave in the winter and head south and come back in the spring, we know that you are a God of order, that you are a God of of seasons and seasons of life. And we know that, that, that this whole universe you have in control, you're in charge, you, you've got this. And we know as you've got it that you have the power to, to make things happen. We know, Lord, you have the power to move mountains. And we know that because we've seen it. And since we've seen it, we know that you would do it again. We thank you, Lord. We praise you. And we glorify your holy name, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Everybody here and there said, Amen. Thank you for joining us for our podcast. For more information about Connection Community Church in Middletown, Delaware, please visit our website at justshowup.church. You can also call our church offices at 302-378-7692. Connection Community Church, connecting people with Jesus and the life he offers.